Welcome to Salt and Light with Pastor Rodney Finch. Salt and Light is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel, Cary. Jesus, speak to me. Open your word and reveal your heart to me. Salt and Light is a series of verse-by-verse studies through the Bible, focusing on its practical application to our everyday lives. Salt and Light is recorded live at Calvary Chapel, Cary, in Apex, North Carolina. Stay tuned. At the end of the program, we will give you information on how to contact us, so be sure to have a pen and paper ready. Today, Pastor Rodney will be teaching a special message, so grab your Bibles and follow along. Now with today's teaching, here's Pastor Rodney. Four truths from Genesis chapter one verse one, and these four truths are all in verse one. Uh, you got a pen? Here you go. Number one, creation had a beginning, and we're going to find that in verse what? Yeah, you're so smart. And then number two, God created the universe, and we'll find that where? In verse, there you go. Number three, God owns all of creation. You're going to find that in verse one. Our existence, number four, and the existence of the world has a purpose, and we'll find that in verse one. I almost titled this sermon, uh, One Verse for the Day, but I changed my mind. I titled this sermon, The Great Debate, Genesis chapter one. Saints, we pick up in verse one. If you're looking at verse one, I need you to say a hearty amen. In the beginning, who, saints? God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. I want to read five verses because I like it. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was over the face of the deep. And the spirit of who? God. Are y'all reading the same Bible I'm reading? Okay, well, work with me. Come on. And the spirit of who? God was hovering over the face of the waters. Well, then who said? God said, let there be light, and there was what? Light. And God saw the light that it was what? Good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And so the evening and the morning were the first day. Saints, stop right there. Give me your attention. You're taking notes? Write this down. Moses is the writer of the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis sets the stage for the rest of the Bible. Without Genesis, the rest of the Bible would be incomplete and incomprehensible. Did you know that almost all doctrines are found in Genesis? The doctrine of sin, the doctrine of uh, redemption, the doctrine of justification, the doctrine of Jesus Christ, the person and the personality of God, the kingdom of God, the fall, Israel, the promise of the Messiah, all found in the book of Genesis. Did you know that 165 passages in the New Testament are quoted from Genesis? If you've been with us in our study in John, you know Jesus said in John chapter 5, verse 46 and 47, Jesus said, for if you believe Moses, you would believe me, for he wrote about me. But if you did not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Now listen, in his wisdom, God tied every aspect of redemption to real history. 
And it all starts with a literal view of the creation account and the creation of Adam and Eve and the fall of man into sin. Listen, what you believe about creation, listen to me, what you believe about creation is a litmus test of your commitment to the scriptures being the final authority of the inerrant, infallible, literal word of God. Did you get that? What you believe about Genesis is a litmus test for what you believe or do you believe that the word of God is the final authority, that the word of God is inerrant and infallible and it is literally the word of God. Point number one in our outline, creation had a beginning. Look at verse one, in the beginning. Now it can be argued. And this is the most read sentence in the Bible. One Bible scholar said the only proper way to interpret Genesis 1 is not to interpret it at all. We accept the fact that it was meant to say exactly what it says. In the beginning, God the Father created heaven and earth. Now, if you've been with us again in John's gospel, this should sound familiar. I'm right about it. Remember, John chapter 1, verse 1, in the beginning was what, saints? The Word. In John, the words in the beginning are identical in the Greek as the words here in the beginning in Genesis. And I don't think that's an accident. I think that's a Holy Spirit thing. Because if you look at John chapter 1, verse 3, in your own time, it tells us all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made. In John's gospel, the first thing John tells us is that Jesus created the universe. So the words in the beginning means before there was any created matter, there was the word of God. There was the son of God. In the beginning, God. The word God, Bible students, I've told you this before. The word God or uh, God in Hebrew is Elohim. E-L-O-H-I-M, Elohim. Uh, The I-M in Hebrew is plural, like books with an S, apostrophe S, books. Im in Hebrew speaks of plurality. Um, So there we have the word Elohim. We are given uh, the doctrine of the Trinity. Moses is trying to help us to understand the Trinity by using Elohim. One God in three persons, one divine nature, triunity in unity. A Jewish rabbi commenting on the word Elohim said, come and see the mystery of the word Elohim. These are three degrees and each degree by itself alone and yet notwithstanding they all are one and joined together in one and are not divided from each other. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. And again, in the beginning, explains origin. The origin of language, the origin of government, the origin of the six-day work week. In the beginning, Elohim, God, created the heavens and the earth. Evolution and Darwinism is essentially an attempt to murder and to help people replace the Trinity with a false Trinity. God the Father, y'all with me? 
God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, to replace that with matter, time, and chance. Somebody once said, I wish I'd said it, they said, creation was started by God, science was started by man, and twisting God's word was started by Satan. Evolution is a lie. Somebody say amen. Evolution is a lie. It is a lie in a long chain of lies to help Satan wage war against our creator. Belief in Darwinism is dangerous for too many reasons. I'm going to give you a few, but too many reasons. Darwinism essentially leads to racism. What are you talking about, Willis? Well, in 1881, did you know? Charles Darwin wrote this. The more civilized Caucasian races have, been, have beaten the Turkish hollow in the struggle for existence in time to come, and then this number of lower races will have been eliminated by more civilized races throughout the world. Charles Darwin. In his book, The Descent of Man, he wrote, The future period, not very distant as measured by centuries, the civilized races of men will certainly exterminate the more savage races throughout the world. Darwinist, and Darwin was a racist. Do I need to tell you? Hitler was a racist. Hitler was a Darwinist who believed the Aryan race was superior to all the races of the world and the Jews were a subspecies. Sir Arthur Keith said the German Fuhrer is an evolutionist who has consistently sought to make the practices of Germany conform to the theory of evolution. Karl Marx was an evolutionist and he worshipped Darwin. Racism is satanic. I need one saint to say amen. Racism is satanic. It really is. Anti-Semitism is satanic. Black folks hating white folks and white folks hating black folks is satanic. Come on. It is. You think you're better than that guy is satanic. It really is. That's not of God. Those things are of, of Satan. Listen, the Bible tells us that we are one in Christ, that we are brothers, I'm waiting for somebody to clap your hands there, that we are brothers and sisters in Christ, Galatians 3.28, memory verse tells us there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for we are all what? One in Christ Jesus. We're all family. Y'all remember Sister Sledge? Y'all remember Sister Sledge? Y'all ain't think I was going to throw that in on you, did you, huh? Y'all remember Sister Slade? We are family. Ow, ow. Hey, now, hey, now. Y'all give me a minute. Actually, I, <laughs> I went to school with uh, Kathy Sledge, who was um, the lead singer for uh, Sister Sledge. And... Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're going to leave that alone. I said leave it alone. Leave it alone. 
<laughs> and uh, we are family. We really are. We are all related to the guy who got off the boat. Amen. Some of y'all are like, who's the guy that got off the boat? Noah! We're all related to the guy that got off the boat. We're brothers and sisters in Christ because the Holy Spirit has made us one. And like any family, you can't pick your family. I bet you wish you could. But you can't pick your family. And like any family, your family's a strange bunch. Just look around. Look to your left. Look to your right. Just look at them and say, you're a strange bunch. You can't pick your family. But in the beginning, God created the strange bunch. He created us all. And if you know Jesus, we're brothers and sisters in Christ. Am I right about it? Somebody asked me the other day, uh, I think it was last week, they said, Pastor, we enjoy the church. And they went on and on about how much they enjoyed the church and enjoyed the sermon and so on and so forth. And I said, uh, great. They said, you know, we just one thing, though, we got to get ourselves situated on. How do we get the membership? We, how do we become a member? I said, well, do, do you a believer? They said, yeah. I said, you know Jesus? Yeah, you love Jesus? Yeah. I said, you love him with all your heart? Yeah. Love him with all your mind, soul, everything? Yeah. I said, well, then you already remember. <laughs> they said, that's it? I said, what boy you want? <laughs> you want to write a check? I mean, that's Rodney. R-O-D-N-E. Because, listen, and then I went on to help them to understand that if you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can't be a member. Your name is just on a set of books for the annals of I don't know who gets them when the church is done. The law does not require it. You can't join God's church. You have to be born into God's church. Right? Well, we got to move on. Not only did creation have a beginning, but point number two, y'all still with me? Say amen. God created the universe again in verse one. Look at it again in verse one. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now, we call this a divine fiat. Fiat, decree. F-I-A-T. Fiat, divine fiat, a divine decree. God spoke to the heavens and God spoke the earth into existence and God spoke the plant to the plant life and the animal life and God created the heavens and the earth and the world did not create itself. It was created by God. And remember I told you last week that you need to remember the, the Hebrew word for create is bara. If you don't have it written down, write it down now. Bara, B-A-R-A, bara. Bara means to create something or to make something from nothing. God created the universe out of nothing. No material, no stuff. 
God made matter from non-matter. God created the world without pre-existing materials. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 tell us, For by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things that are seen were not made of the things which are invisible. Romans chapter 4 tells us God is the one who calls into existence that which does not exist. Now, I know, listen, I want to deal with this so bad. First and second, I was chomping at the bit. Because this verse is so, Romans chapter 4 is so taken out of context. God calls that which be not as though it is. Who knows what I'm talking about? Call that which be not as though it is. That means you get the call into existence of pink, pink pur- purple, polka dotted Cadillac. Because God, God can speak the word and he can make whatever he wants. So, so can you people use this verse and say that. that and that's where positive confession comes from. To speak not, speak as those things which be not as though they were. That's where it comes from. That is so far out of context and so, so wrong. We don't have the power to, your, listen, if there's one thing you need to learn from this sermon, take this home, okay? You're not God. You are not God. You don't get to speak into existence. You get to pray. And ask for God's good and perfect will be done. And he, he's your father and you're his child. He knows what's best for you. And like a father would a child, I know what's best for you. I'll give you that if I think that's good for you. And I won't give it to you if I don't. But Romans chapter 4, we have the Bible tells us that God is the one who calls into existence, talking about creation, those things which be not as though they were. God created the world out of nothing, not out of himself. He didn't create the world out of himself. God is separate from creation. And should the universe perish and dissolve, God will remain. He is separate. So God created the heavens and the earth, and then God spoke to Adam, and Adam showed up. And then Adam went to sleep. You know the story. And Adam woke up. And when Adam woke up, there was Eve. And Adam said, she is fine. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. You know you get the spirit with yes. And then Adam, you know the story, and Eve disobeyed the commandment of God, and then there was the fall, and the fall introduced death into the world. But the point here is that God created everything from nothing. Now listen, let's go back. Look, watch me. Stay with me. Let's go back to eighth grade science class which is probably college-level material now. We were taught, and y'all know, we were taught that everything is made up of what? Y'all don't know this? Hold on. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Everything was made up of atoms. Okay. I'm going to get y'all a pass on that one, all right? I'm going to try it again. We know... And we were taught 
Everything is made up of? And in the nucleus of an atom uh, are protons and neutrons. Electrons are spinning around the nucleus of an atom. You can't see an atom with the naked eye. And even if you break down the atom, you're dealing with energy. You still can't see it. So the further you get into science, the more you discover that everything that is made cannot be seen. Abraham Lincoln said, I can see how it is possible for a man to look down at a man on the earth and be an atheist seeing man, but I can't conceive of how a man can look up into the heavens and declare that there is no God. When Psalm, I'll wait while you clap your hands. I will. I'll wait. Where Psalm 19 tells us the heavens declare the glory of God and the firmness showeth his handiwork. Day unto day they utter speech and night unto night they do show forth knowledge. So every time that you look up in the sky, it tells you that there is a God. Because in order to have a creation, you must have a creator. You can't have a watch without a watch maker. You can't have a pair of shoes unless you have a what? Cobbler. Now, I ain't talking about peach. So I'm like, cobbler, what's that? Some of y'all said shoemaker. Yeah, well, back in the day, we called it, I'm aging myself, dating myself. We called it cobbler. Don't y'all remember who remembers cobbler? Who remembers cobbler? I should have tried that second service. Cobbler, that's a shoemaker. You can't have a pair of shoes without a shoemaker or a cobbler, and you can't have creation without a creator. And the Bible says that every time that we look up in the sky, we, th- we should think of God because he is the creator as we look at creation. When you look at the tree, you say, oh, there must be God because the tree had to have someone or something to create it. So the heavens declare, David, the sweet psalmist David is telling us, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. Day unto day, they utter speech. The sky is talking. The trees are talking. Don't you understand when the trees start, shoo, shoo. Like yesterday, they were really doing that. All my lights went out. God was having chatting it up yesterday, wasn't he? <laughs> was chatting it up. The lights went out and everything. I was eating my veggie chips and I went, whoa. The cable went out and everything. I want to do now. <laughs> the heavens declare the glory of God in the firmament show his handiwork. Did you know the diameter? Of the earth around the equator is 7,926.6 miles. The earth's circumference is about 25,000 miles. The weight of the earth is 6 million, 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 million tons. Scientists tell us the earth is spinning at 1,000 miles per hour on a 23 and a third degree axis. The earth travels through space 19 miles per second. That's 66,000 miles per hour. That's 1,000 times faster than most travel down 440. I said most. Right? The earth flies approximately 5 million miles every year. The sun's diameter is 
866,000 miles from one side to the other. Scientists say you can fit one million Earths into the sun. The sun is small compared to the star and Terry's in the galaxy. You can fit, get this, 64 suns in Antares. The Milky Way is about 10,000 light years thick. The center of the Milky Way is 30,000 light years dense. It's 100,000 light years in diameter. That means to travel the length of the Milky Way, it would take 100,000 years traveling at 186,000 miles per second. That's light speed. I'd received, and I'm sure that most of you have probably seen it flying around the internet, no pun intended, flying around the internet, the, that, that, that story on NASA, who, who, who they're showing, let me have my side, who's showing the, 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 the hand of God. Have you seen that? And, and they, NASA was able to capture this image, uh, 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 which looks like uh, a hand among the stars. You have been listening to Salt and Light, a radio outreach ministry of Pastor Rodney Finch and Calvary Chapel Cary, located in Apex, North Carolina. Join Pastor Rodney Monday through Friday at this same time. For information regarding service times, you can contact us at 1-800-293-0923. That's 1-800-293-0923. Or you may listen to today's broadcast in its entirety by visiting the Media Library on our website at cccarry.org. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Salt and Light and pray that you have been blessed. Until next time, may you be salt and light.